This month of November has brought us, besides the usual oncoming cold and darkening days, an electoral season that brings out our conflicts and divisions as a political community and a nation. It's easy at this time to become weary and discouraged, to feel out of place in the world. And you know something? In a very real sense, we are out of place in the world. And perhaps it is not a bad thing to be reminded of that fact especially so when we are placed right here as we are today in this community around the table of the Lord on the feast of Christ the King. Because notwithstanding all of those conflicts around us, we can come together as church. We have a very real need for community and mutual help. And so we gather here, but we also gather around the table of the Lord to cast the fundamental vote in our life. We vote to affirm that we are citizens in the kingdom of God. This does not mean that we cease to be citizens of city or state or nation or university or that our political stances and efforts do not matter, or that how we act in our family and work lives and everyday encounters are of no account. No. If we have our, face, our, our feet firmly planted in God's kingdom, though, everything we do in life matters greatly. But we see all of it within a far broader perspective. Our world, with its pervasive sin and violence, its fragile triumphs and inevitable setbacks, this world is not all there is, and it does not have the final word over our destiny, our destiny as individual persons and even as societies. And fortunately, we don't have the final word either. No, the final word rests with a loving God who created this world, and when we made a mess of it, sent his son to set our world on a new course. He sent his son to establish a different kind of community, a different way of living, where people really act out of love and justice. We are all invited to be gathered into this kingdom that was brought into the world by Christ. And when we are firmly planted in it, we see all of our efforts in this world in light of this bedrock commitment to be agents of God's kingdom. Agents of God's kingdom, yes. But the good news is that the final outcome is not up to us. After all, our vision is distorted and our spheres of action are so limited. Yet as citizens of the kingdom of God, we affirm this truth, that the outcome of all things is in Christ's hands, not ours, and that in the end, 
Christ will make all things right. God's triumph, the victory over evil, will be complete. How and when this will come about is a mystery. But we can trust and hope in what our biblical faith reveals. The God who created the world in love will renew all things in love. These foundations of our faith are the ones we celebrate today in the solemnity of Christ the King. This is the end of our liturgical year and the center point toward which our life as a community of prayer has been heading, just as our world is headed toward a final reconciliation in Christ. And next week, we will begin a new year with the first Sunday of Advent as we prepare in hope for the birth of Christ into our world. Today's scripture readings show three dimensions of the kingship that come together in Jesus' establishment of God's kingdom for us. In the Old Testament reading from the second book of Samuel, the tribes of Israel gather around David and anoint him as their king. Here we see the king as a unifier, one who gathers and also acts as the guarantor of internal peace and of safety from enemies. And then in the second reading from the letter to the Colossians, we have this beautiful hymn to Christ as Lord of all, of Lord of all things making peace by the blood of his cross for all, whether on earth or those in heaven. Jesus is understood everywhere in the New Testament as David, the anointed king, who gathers all the peoples and offers true salvation by inviting us into God's kingdom. As Paul writes, God has delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And finally, in the reading from Luke's gospel, we see how utterly different Christ's kingdom is from the political orders we erect in this world. Jesus is mocked as the failed king, the so-called king of the Jews, now dying on a cross. The rulers sneer at him because he doesn't affect the only kind of saving that they recognize, avoiding death. But Christ's kingdom is just the opposite of the only political order these people can imagine. The founder and ruler of this kingdom gives himself to bring us into a new and truly saving order, where what rules is not power grabbing, but the love and mercy that the dying Jesus shows to the, to the repentant criminal beside him. So this is the kingdom Christ has brought us into through the waters of baptism. This is the kingdom that gathers us to be fed at the altar. This is the kingdom where, our two feet firmly planted, we can see where God is calling us and our world 
to a place where justice and mercy rule the day. This is our true home. And that is why, as St. Paul says elsewhere, we have no abiding city in this world, even though how we live, how we live our lives here is urgently important. We are citizens of Christ's kingdom. All things finally are in Christ's hands. And that is why we can gather here around the table in trust and confidence and hope. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.